0: Everybody, this is Estrogolius, the tax lady. Um, this is our podcast, and we're going to give you all kinds of information about your own personal return. And I will tell you if, if something kind of hits your hot button while we're talking, don't forget, you can go right to our website at egtax.com. Ask the tax lady. There's a place on there to uh, put your tax question. We'll answer it right away. And unlike a lot of businesses, we alluded to this on one of our recent podcasts, we actually have a phone number you can call us. Now, don't drop over dead. I mean, we actually talked to you on the phone. So, and there's no charge. Our services for, um, giving you kind of, uh, tax input, whether it's a letter that you got or a question that came up, w- there's no charge that EG, EG, tax. And you don't have to be in the Western New York area. Our home is in the Buffalo, New York area, but we service with obviously with screen streaming and everything and and virtual, uh, networking and everything. We take care of people all over the United States and the world. Yeah, and we do have an office in Florida
1: and Arizona
0: too. Right, so. And of course, we got our website, which... Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Of and I just want to say oh, and that we wait, have a that, tax That, school. by the way, is
0: Tiffany Fabian. How hey you, Tiffany? there, Esther. How's it going? I'm good. And
1: Christopher Fabian.
0: Hello, Esther. Hey, and, Chris. And I okay. just want
1: to say that our tax school is starting September 16th and there's a great online option. So if you just wanted to learn taxes from A to Z and be, as you say, the hit of the party, um, register for our tax school. You can also do that at egtax.com. And we have lots of fun. We do.
0: Oh, yes. I I just think it's remarkable when people really find out how their taxes work. I had a client that came in this morning, and uh, he said, "I, I have a," uh, and the gentleman was blind. It was, inter- it was He's actually an executive. He's just a remarkable man. Wow. But he had all these questions that he had written out, and he had on his laptop, and it was the laptop read him back the questions. So, uh, but he said, "I'm sure that um, a lot of these questions I'm going to ask you are going to be." Uh, very hard for you. And, you know, <laughs> but anyway, we, but we were talking about all of his income and his deductions and how, and how to uh, reduce his overall tax liability. And, um, it's, it's just remarkable how m- much. Oh, but he thought he wanted to know what tax bracket he was in. And I looked at it and I said, you don't pay taxes. Mm-hmm. He said, I do because I get a refund. And I said, no. You don't, you pay zero taxes. Your only, your refund is based on two things. You're getting an earned income credit and you have withholding. He had no idea. And there are many people, like I said, getting, being the head of the party, there are many people who have no idea what tax bracket they're in, if they have any taxes or how their taxes are computed. That's great. And now we see somebody who's known you for a while, or was he a brand new client? It was a brand new client. That is so cool. Yeah, but it was really nice to help him. Right. That's all right. What, so, that's what it's all so about. So we just kind of finished uh, on our last podcast a lot of about the income that's taxable. Believe me, we could have spent another three podcasts on on how it's taxed and everything, but we wanted to let you know that different income is taxed differently. Correct. But there is a whole list of non-taxable income. There is, which is so very nice. It's
1: like, um, and, and a lot of people are not aware. And so it's really important to go through and have, open up your eyes so you realize what's right, not taxable. So
0: just because part of it is non-taxable doesn't mean that part of it isn't taxable. And that first category would be Social Security. Yeah. So. Can somebody like put it in a nutshell? It would be how did, how someone would know if their social security Take actually- our text class and find uh-huh. out. Well that's no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. So what you wanna do is if you're single, you take half your social security plus all your other income, including tax-free interest, which I'm sure we're going to talk about in right. a little bit. You take all that plus half your Social Security. If that's over $25,000 for single, then your Social Security starts to become taxable. If you're married joint, that magic figure is $32,000 before your Social Security starts to become taxable. Right. So if you're a senior and you get $1,000 a month in a pension and your Social Security of 1500 None of your social security is taxable,
0: right? Unless you get some other income, and that's where gambling. That's where a lot of times people are so excited because they they think they should not take money out of their IRA because they're afraid of paying taxes on it. But with the standard deduction being so high. If if in this case you had a a, a, uh, let's say a couple making twelve thousand dollars in social in um, pension pension and their social security, they would have another ten thousand dollars plus that they could take out of their IRA completely tax free by utilizing the angles.
1: Yes. Absolutely. And so you really want to make sure you plan because the, you're. You, this is wonderful. You're getting tax-free money that you don't have to pay any taxes on. And so it's a great way to
0: take advantage so of So here's the thing. This is not taking money out of a Roth. This is taking money out of a traditional. Correct, But you have to know you can do it. And if you don't know it's available to you, you can just wait till you're 72 to start withdrawing. And all those years, you could have been taking it out tax-free. Right. And that's why I have so
1: many people who have been putting money into Ross. And I'm like, wait a minute. you got to really take think of a mind's it. eye and look in the future and know if you're going to even well, pay Well, we're going to actually
0: talk about that at the end of this podcast, I right. think, if we don't run out of time. So, so- Social Security and Railroad Retirement may be, half taxable, up to 85% taxable if your other sources of income are high enough.
2: And I know people get confused with that along with the how much money can I make before I have to pay back Social Security. That's Mm
0: -hmm. that's correct. Mm -hmm. Because between the ages of 62 and 66, normal retirement, those four years, they limit the amount of wages you can earn and still be taking early Social Security. That has nothing to do with how much Social Security is, is taxable. taxable. Correct, correct, because they
1: consider sixty-six to be full retirement and really, they're age. Making, they're
0: making that limit now for wages that you can earn pretty high, like, isn't it? Like nineteen thousand now, 000. right,
2: right around there. So, yeah, and so, so
0: let's say I'm give a concrete example. I'm sixty-three. I started retiring. I'm really bored to tears and I, I can do a part-time job in the summertime as a, uh, at a golf Course doing yard work and maybe uh, so I qualify ta- for
1: earned income. Credit. So I'm
0: taking my Social Security. Well, that's true too. So I'm taking my Social Security. I got my pension and I'm making $15,000 doing yard work at the golf course. That's under 19, so I don't have to pay back any of my Social Security. My Social Security might be taxable right right but it doesn't mean I have to pay back any between that 20 62 and 66 year window because I didn't make more than 19 but let's say next year I'm 63 they make me the manager of the golf course right and they give me forty five thousand dollars uh oh. Right. then I then I, I, I have pay, to pay back, back a, all, I'll end up paying back all my so, social security because I make too much money For
1: every two dollars you're over you have to pay back a dollar dollar. And now right. once you reach the age of sixty six the sky's the limit right you can and then make that year, year I can
0: own the golf course. <laughs> <right>? Correct. <laughs> exactly. So that's social security. All right. How about life insurance? How's now life insurance is one of those things that also is specifically tax free if it's payment of debt. Correct. Correct.
1: So, if it's payable upon death, it is tax free, and uh, which is very kind of them. Now, if you take the money out prematurely, then it's the gain that's taxable.
2: Meaning, you're alive and you cash in your own policy. Correct.
1: Right. Right. So, if you put in thirty thousand and you get
0: sixty thousand, thirty thousand is going to be taxable to you. But you're going to find that if you really study tax law, life insurance policies are very highly protected. Correct. You know, right. When so, you're,
1: when people sit down and you're counseling them on investments, um, that's one of an annuity is one of those things that afford you
0: some protection. Right. That there's all kinds of things in insurance. Right. But life insurance, again, tax free if it's payable on death. Right. Okay. So how about, here's a good one. Gifts and cash inheritances
1: gifts are not taxable. Um, now, the person who's giving the gift, if they give more than 15000 a year per person, they would have to do a gift tax return. Um, but gifts to the recipient is never taxable.
2: Right, right. And inheritances, cash inheritances are, well, basically all inheritance is tax-free. It depends what you do with it could be taxable. So what if I you inherit uh, a rental house? Well, are you renting it?
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm dead.
2: You, well, but you I ga- inherited I ga- it. But
0: I gave, I gave you, you're inheriting a rental house. I inherited a rental right, house.
2: Right, If I just use it as my personal house, it's tax-free. Right, yeah, but yeah. if- you, But if I use it as a rental activity, that's right. what I was saying. It depends on the I, use oh, of okay, your inheritance. okay, I got what you're saying. So if I use the rental house as a rental property, then I have to do that Schedule E. That's That correct. you claim the rent and all the expenses, but then my basis- starts all okay. over again. So what if supposedly? you inherit my IRA? Then I have up to 10 years to take that out. Right, but it is taxable. It, it is taxable when right. I start taking it out.
0: Right, but but that would be that would be a different type that would be something other than cash that you're inheriting when you inherit something, but if you just inherit cash then it is completely tax-free to you, the recipient. Correct.
2: So I know one of the things I ask my clients when they ask this, I said, who wrote you the check? Was it the estate of Aunt Millie or was it Wells Fargo? Because that will (laughs) tell you a lot because if it's from the estate it's going to be taxable if it's from Wells Fargo or if it's from the estate it's probably going to be tax free if it's from Wells Fargo it's probably going to be taxable
0: because because it may come from an annuity or something right. like it that right it went directly to
2: you not going to the estate right
0: absolutely so again so uh, looking at it kind of complex again so gifts and inheritances probably are tax free mm-hmm.
2: right Mm-hmm. All
0: right. Now, what if you gift somebody more than $15,000 per
1: person? You have to do a gift tax return, and um, so it's just like a bookkeeping form so that the IRS knows what you haven't super exceeded your lifetime exclusion, which is many, many million. Well, that's, again, they're talking Subject about changing to both of those.
0: Um, okay, so now workers' comp
1: that is not taxable unlike disability workman's comp is not taxable so if you're getting some of that workman's comp you'll find out that it's tax free now many people uh, you want to be cautious of this while they're getting workman's comp they may be applying for social security disability and so once you receive social security disability you're awarded you have to often pay back workman's comp. comp and so you're really <laughs> you want to be uh, wary of that and and know that that's the facts. I, I, I mean, you want to allude on that, Chris? I mean, how you allude on it? Allude, <laughs> you allude, did it. Pretty good allude on it, Chris? <laughs> did I allude?
2: <laughs> well, it's because you're, I mean, you're you're on workman's comp saying you can't work. So they're saying, here's your income. But then you say, well, I want this income because I can't work. And so workman's comp says, well, wait a minute. You got that income now. You don't get ours too. You can't double dip. So you got to pay us back for all that money. So here's the thing. So let's
0: say I get a $100,000 social security settlement and I had a worker's comp of 40,000 and they take the 40,000 out of my 100,000
2: you still pay tax on, on the 100,000. 100, right, that's what I
0: wanted to Allude because to? there's no way to uh take that cuz worker comp is completely tax free and even though now you're going to pay taxes on the social security too bad too sad. There's nothing you can do. Correct. Okay, so um contributions by employers to health. Oh, insurance. we didn't
1: do personal injury awards. Oh yeah. Personal and, and injury. So that is not yeah. taxable. It's like pain and suffering. Um, which is so if you have awards that you get for pain and suffering, it's not taxable. Now if the awards are for lost wages, those would be taxable. But in this instance, those personal injury awards are not taxable.
0: That's right. So if you get in a car crash. And uh, you sue the person who hits you, and you get a two hundred thousand dollars settlement. As long as it's pain and suffering, it's tax free, and of course your attorney was going to get thirty percent as well. Right. I know um, somebody
1: Which re- isn't en- deductible rear-ended right. me a couple of years ago now, and I got a thousand dollars. And so that thousand dollars was not taxable, but the lawyer did, of course, get thirty percent. So they were happy. Right yes, they made a phone call. all right, yeah. so
0: moving on, we got uh, per, uh, we did we did personal contributions by employers for health insurance. So you know, people don't re- even realize, I think what a blessing this is when when your employer pays for your health insurance Amen. you are not taxed on that contribution. that is a nope. wonderful thing. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, so if, if, they, if you're a single person and they pay $500 a month for your health insurance, that's we're saying 6, they're bucks. covering everything, that's $6,000 you don't have to pay for your health yep. insurance, $6,000 tax-free because it's not on your W-2. So really, you just save if you're in the 12% bracket, 6 times 12, is about 720, $720. So you're, plus the state, you're saving about $7,000. Right. And that's, and that's remarkable. Yeah. Okay.
0: And then here's something that is a lot of people don't know is the rental value of a parsonage. Right. So we have
1: a lot of ministers and people who um, do minister work and they get a parsonage. And so the nice thing is the rental value of that parsonage is not taxable.
0: However,
2: I was going to say the yang and the yang.
0: Yeah. You know I mean it, it, there's it's nothing ever simple in taxes it's not f- subject to FI to, as to income, income tax it however it is subject to FICA right. right correct unless the minister opted out of Social Security. Out of Social Security. So when I'm doing a minister's tax return, the first thing I start off with is, are you in or out of Social Security? Because a minister in the year that they become licensed or ordained has like a one-year window to say, I conscientiously object to receiving public funds uh, for my benefit. And so when they sign that form, that means that they cannot collect Social Security, but they don't have to pay it. Right. So right. even though their parsonage would be tax free from income tax in that situation, it would also be tax
2: free from FIC. Right. Now, let's throw another little wrench in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. If they're a retired pastor okay. and still get housing allowance, their 1099R will say like 20000 but if their housing allowing is twelve, they only have to pay tax on that eight thousand dollars right. and so but they have to do a worksheet. The the ten ninety nine isn't gonna do that. The tax preparer has right. to do it. So if you're a do-it-yourselfer and you're a retired pastor, you may have been doing it wrong.
0: Right. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, when I do pastors the because not only can you take away the expense of the of the housing you can also take away the expenses that they were re- weren't reimbursed yep. for yep. operating as a minister such as travel uh, books Supplies, journals and things of that nature to re- reduce the FICA yep. I, I yep.
1: always do okay
0: that. um let's see so we got how about combat pay nope that is not taxable which is um a and that's a, thing. right on the w2 yeah, you know, so when you get a W two for military person and who's been in a combat zone, they already carved that out, right? And then also, sorry, to step on you, Chris. Is that most of the
1: U S. military they calculate that for you, and so they put in box one, they've already calculated what they've backed it out for them,
2: right? That's the federal. New York State is a different story. If you're called to active duty, which could be uh, Fort Drum here in the states and you got called there as active duty, New York State is tax-free. So, But the W-2 doesn't state that. You have to use their subtraction line and the right code to back that off. Right, and that's a big deal. Yep. Um, Okay, how about
0: scholarships? I just had a client ask me about that this morning. Is a scholarship taxable? Not if it's used for
1: qualified tuition, it's not taxable. And so here's a yin and a yang: is a lot of our students use it for housing or for their dorm, and so then and food, and so then it would be taxable. Now, if you use it for the tuition and related expenses, it is not taxable.
0: Right, it's a your degree. Right. So if
2: you're going to, we'll say uh, Notre Dame, and you got a ten thousand dollar scholarship, but the tuition there's fifty thousand it's not taxable right but if you go to community College yeah ECC and you got a ten thousand dollar scholarship and the tuition and fees and your supplies was only eight thousand so you got two thousand dollars back that two thousand is taxable, Tax- taxable.
0: right yeah. okay and then anytime you get a repayment of principal that happens many times when you have stock return of, of capital return of capital means you just got your money back Right. So that's tax-free income. Meals and lodging provided by an employer for the convenience of the employee. Those are not taxable. Employer, excuse me, that's tax-free. Right. right, right, not taxable. Uh, insurance payments for living expenses. Those are not taxable, which is really. Here's, here's a good one. Sale of your personal residence every two out of five years. $250,000 if you're single, $500 filing a joint return. Well, I, I use this one all the time.
1: Are like supreme number one because I think you see that and you're like dollar signs, dollar signs, and it's tax free dollar signs. And so you're really, it's a great thing to take. And the housing market right now is on it's fire. Hot. Hot. But I've I've talked to Chris about this and he's like, yeah, but then we got to find a place to live. Well,
0: look at those trailers are out there somewhere. Uh Uh, Dependent care benefits,
2: tax free. Dependent care benefits are tax-free, unless you now, don't use them. Right. Unless you don't use them, right? Foster but, care payments.
0: But yes.
1: um, in tax year 2020, if you didn't use them because of COVID, they're allowing you to defer it for a 2021 year.
2: 2021 and 2022. Right.
1: right. So something you really want to ponder if you you accidentally taxed yourself in 2020. So what
0: we're talking about is the kind of cafeteria plan where they take it out of your paycheck – pre-taxed, mm-hmm. and they set it aside from you, for you to use it for daycare. If you didn't use it for daycare, then they say, okay, it's taxable. But due to COVID, they said, oh, we're going to give you a break here.
1: And then also under the recent tax reform is the dependent care benefit is like 50%. It's huge. And so you might not want to set the money aside in your cafeteria plan. That's plant. for sure. We've talked about that in another podcast. I'm going
2: I'm to jump back a couple going back to the sale of the house. Yep. You don't even if you made two hundred thousand and you're single, you do not have to reinvest it in another house. Correct. It's your money tax free. You could rent for the rest of your life. Right. You will never pay tax I mean, I
0: don't I don't know anywhere else in tax law where it says, Oh, by the way, every two years you can just sell something and make a half a million tax free. But, you know, but if you're married filing a joint return and you buy and sell a house every two out of five years and you make up the half a million, it's tax-free. So it's,
2: if you're a flipper. Well, that's different. No. If you buy a house, you could be, quote, unquote, a flipper. Right. You buy a house that needs to be updated. You're not afraid to live in it. You fix it up. You live there in two years. You sell it, you make good profit. Right, tax-free. Tax-free. Go buy another fixer-upper. Absolutely. Fix it up, live in it. And so you get to live in your investment.
0: And, and take advantage of the loophole. Yep. Adoption assistant program through employer, that's tax-free it income. Is. Disaster relief payments are tax-free. Right. Here's a, here's a really good one. HSA, which is a, an adjustment. Health We're savings. going to talk about that. Yep. But your health savings account, that money you take out to pay for qualified medical, completely tax-free. Yep. And I- and I want to tell you, if you got the opportunity to use HSA, as opposed to paying it out of your pocket, you'd be a fool not to do it. I had
1: a tax person, a caller yesterday, she called me and she said, out of my paycheck, I'm over the age of 55, and there's a catch-up provision. She goes, from my employer, I put in like $1,500, but I want to open up my checkbook and put more money into my HSA. And if you're over the age of 55, you can actually put in extra money. To so she's catch-up. To the catch-up. So she's going to... You don't to... mean like Heinz catch-up? Nope. So she's going to do the, Uh, provision where she gets an adjustment to
0: income. So that was really smart of her. And then last but not least, and believe me, it's not least, uh, alimony paid after 2019.
1: That is... Can you
0: imagine?
1: No.
2: Not deductible for the person paying it. And
0: not taxable to the recipient.
2: On the federal level.
0: Yep. But on New York State, it's taxable and tax-free. So that's just believe me, this this is a modified list. But you know, our next podcast, I want to talk about to Roth or not to Roth, right? Because a lot of people only know this is what they know. When I retire, I don't have to pay taxes on it. But the truth is there are and I'm going to give examples of it. There are many people that After retirement, because they have their self-funding on their pension, they're never going to pay taxes on their pension. And so to shoot yourself in the foot when when you could contribute and take it as a deduction when you're making money so that you don't have to pay taxes upon retirement when you weren't going to pay anyway uh, is a good reason to really rethink your, your Rethink. Rethink of your position. Rethinka your position. <laughs> your position <laughs> That's my that. Italian in your coming <laughs> up. Right? That's right. right. All right. So anything else we want to talk Oh, tax schools coming tax up. Tax schools Is coming up and uh, we're going
1: to have a seminar as soon as we learn about the tax changes that are when rolling they down. Occur. And yep. so we invite you to come. It's a great time, a great opportunity. And, and of you course can call don't, us anytime. if you get
0: letters from the IRS state of New York, don't just um, assume they're right. Most of those letters are wrong. Um, and by the way, if you're getting too much money on uh, as a refund because of the unemployment that they're sending out, that's correct. They're sending too much money. They may be asking for it back. So if you want to know exactly and how then, much you should have gotten, we can let you know. And then don't forget, if you're getting the advance on the
1: child tax credit, if you don't think you should get it, you got to go to irs.gov and fill out the provision so you don't get the advance on your child tax credit That's because right. you don't want to be
0: holding the bag at the end of the year. All right. I'm Mr. Goliath, the tax later from EG Dex. I will see you next time. Thanks for listening.
2: New friends, new opportunities, new partners, EG